Alrighty, we are back with your favorite podcast show of the week. It is Location Weekly, but as you can see, we are in a different setting and venue. We are uh, in the Austrian Alps. Uh, I am in uh, Germany as we were here uh, for our uh, event uh, this week uh, with my good friend Karsten, who's uh, the uh, president of the LBMA as well uh, here now. And uh, we announced a lot of things this week about the future of the LBMA and where we're going and uh, new programs and uh, the events for this year as we are kind of coming out of COVID and kind of the new, you know, sort of new things that are going to be happening as uh, events come back. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we had a great, uh, great week now. So super cool that you're here, that you're able to travel, that we can meet in personal physically again, because this is what the LBMA is about. It's about sharing information. It's about sharing stories, sharing experiences globally. So we are a great network. We're working since more than 10 years on this network, and it's uh, so necessary that we meet each other. Anyhow, so we had a great week. So we had our... Uh, Aurosis pre-reaction day, a kind of a weird online format which worked very well for us. So we, then we announced uh, the new strategy of the LBMA and also the, uh, the ideas we have in terms of how we showcase in the future um, you guys and uh, the vendors in the industry. But Asif, back to you. Yeah, so, uh, you know, for those who are regular uh, watchers or listeners to, uh, to the show, you know we typically have four stories that... Uh, we like to uh, to cover. Uh, Ariana is uh, away on vacation this week, enjoying some uh, some sunshine in uh, the Dominican Republic, and uh, here we are in the snow, um, and um, you know just coming out of winter, but that's okay. Um, so we have three kind of stories we want to cover this week. I'll start off um, with uh, our first story is uh, an interesting one. Uh, focused on Aldi, the uh, the retailer Aldi, uh, German retailer, in fact. Uh, although the story itself is about a test uh, uh, pilot store that they're doing, um, uh, sell, um, automated checkout, uh, Aldi Scan and Go, it's called. Uh, it's being tested in Greenwich, uh, London, England. And uh, the idea is, you know, kind of like an Amazon Go store, where you just go in, pick up the products that you want, uh, and then um, you know you just walk out and uh, you're being charged. However, uh, what's unique about this is that uh, they're using a technology uh, from also a British company called Yoti, uh, Y-O-T-I, uh, to do age uh, estimation based on facial, uh, you know, uh, photos, uh, scans, and, and imagery, image recognition. So. Uh, and this is being used to verify age for alcohol and cigarette purchases in a self-checkout store. So the idea is, is that uh, you don't have to you know, have any cashiers or anything like that, but you can still sell alcohol or cigarettes uh, alongside all the other products. Uh, so simply people come in, uh, there's a camera system that's built in, it's, it takes a photo, and then based on how it analyzes that photo, uh, it's able to determine whether you're you know, uh, old enough to be purchasing alcohol or cigarettes. Uh, they say the technology is uh, accurate to uh, typically within 2.2 uh, years um, uh, overall, but it's much more accurate for uh, younger people in that 16 to uh, 19 age group. Technology has already been proven in the UK. Um, it's being used by the National Healthcare Service in the UK already for a number of years now, uh, and so kind of bringing this into retail. So I think it's quite interesting, um, you know, to have not just uh, 
self-checkout type of uh, environments, scan and go environments, but to also now be able to use age uh, verification technology, um, you know, for alcohol and cigarette purchases. What are your thoughts? I think it's a great idea. Um, the, 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 the checkout system at the end of the day is the biggest bottleneck in, in retail. So and if you can make more automatization there and make an age verification uh, and things like that possible, so that will um, yeah, speed up the process, uh, give the opportunity to sell goods we, we weren't able to sell before because uh, obviously you have to double check this. So this is great. Um, and uh, I think Especially in this case, uh, technology can be as good as a human, but at the end of the day, the cashier is doing the same based on her experience or his experience on, oh, how old are you or not? And many are too young, so please verify your passport or whatever your ID. So I love this idea and it's coming more and more. So we are used to uh, yeah, scan our face with the uh, iPhone and all the other things and our fingerprints. So it's getting now more and more common. So it's, yeah, it's a great a great way to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. So we have a couple other pieces we want to talk about. Yeah, so um, as I mentioned before, so we had our prediction day. Uh, reaction day, sorry. And uh, so what we are going to do is uh, we are having our partners on the Best Retail Cases platform and uh, they are uh, presenting what, what's new. And there's one company called STI Group. Uh, they're a German-based uh, POS uh, activation company. So what they do, they build uh, second placements in the store and uh, doing all the big campaigns for the big brands and retailers. And actually, they, they now teamed up with a Canadian company, uh, I will send the link later, and uh, doing QR codes, which is uh, individual QR codes for each packaging. So it's dynamic QR, that's the technology behind that. And this allows them, so if you have a second placement in a retail store, so uh, you normally ship it through the normal supply chain to the store. So it will be delivered by a lorry or whatever, and showed up somewhere in the warehouse, in the storage of of the retail store. So, and then uh, the stuff must go there, pack it out, bring it uh, to the to the store, to the retail environment, and place it in the right way. So there are many steps to do for those people. And regularly, uh, the brand has no idea what's happening with this second placement. So they send out their uh, sales force just to check it. If it's outside, the campaign is running and they agreed with the retailer, okay, you have to place it during uh, a time period outside in the market, in the storefront or in front of the, the cash zone or wherever, and then they have to physical check it. And the system with the dynamic QR code allows now uh, that you can check it through the whole chain of uh, things you have to do with this second placement. So you can just scan it when it comes to your uh, store, so it's shipped to your store store, you scan it with a regular uh, smartphone. You don't have to have an app, though that was pretty cool. Just scan it, uh, it's read out the QR code on the landing page, which is individual on that location, which is the location component on it. So, okay, in this case, uh, this package appeared here. You scan it and say, right, and then you build it in the store, make a picture, and it's also related to the location where it is. And this is the proof that the retailer did everything right. 
So because you know at the back there are deals. So for a second place made in a store, so brands are paying a lot of money because that's sales driven, or should drive sales. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a great solution. Very easy, quick to install. So you have, so you don't have to download any application. Uh, it's easy to understand. We did it live, so that that was fine. And yeah, so this is our first case of best retail cases platform we showed this day. What what are your thoughts about that, Asif? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, from a technology perspective, super easy uh, to deploy, and and you know the whole idea of dynamic QRs. In this case, it's it's actually multifunctional as well. It's not just using it in the store to sort of understand you know where that product is placed and is it in the right spot and you know but from a consumer point of view you can also scan that QR code and get information about the product uh, you know what kind of uh, origins of the product the supply chain where it's made is it ethically produced you know all this kind of stuff and then even when you take the product home you can also scan the QR code again and get different information as it's dynamic and changing so um, you know as to you know other flavors of that drink or you know if it's a food item you know recipe recommendations all kinds of things like that so I think it's 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 uh, we're seeing more and more obviously QR codes are everywhere now uh, you know driven by COVID uh, but uh, I think uh, you know it's not going anywhere anytime soon so yeah absolutely so, and also the consumer uh, touch point with QR code is more and more common now for them. So it's easy. Everybody is used to use a QR code now, uh, different from five years ago. Anyhow, so this was our first uh, best retail case um, we showed. And then we have our second best retail case. Um, it's about a German bakery. So a uh, German bakery in Cologne, actually. It's called Brot von Alex, Brot von Alex in the right pronunciation. And they teamed up with Epson and a company called Hoods, which is the creative digital agency in the back and the LBMA partners and members also. And what they did is very interesting because um, obviously a bakery is selling bread all handmade, super ingredients, super quality, uh, but they have to line up and wait and stand in line in the queue to get their bread. And when they are on, uh, uh, in the store, so maybe the bread is not there. So they established uh, a booking system, a reservation system. Actually, it's a, res a reservation system for the bread. And uh, the cool thing is you don't have to um, use an online shop, therefore. So what uh, Hoods, as a digital agency, did is just uh, integrate in the website, I'll click here, I want to reserve, this is my name and that's it. No more information needed, no email addresses, no fill out, no check in, nothing. And what happens then is that in the bakery with an Epson printer, uh, there comes one uh, printout. So, and uh, that stands, okay, we need one bread, this size, this quality at 5 p.m., something like that. That's it. That's all information you have and the number on it. That's it. So place it here or a name. So, and uh, then you can reserve it. And that's literally all. But the cool thing is uh, you're using these uh, type of printers in different ways. Uh, you use it regularly. Regularly you print your receipt out of it and at the cash. So now they're using it during the production process of bread because it's, it's standing in the bakery and, uh, and the paper comes out and so, oh, there is an order of two breads at five o'clock. So, so pin that there, pin the name on it, and if it's not coming 
if the customer is not coming, that's not a problem for him because he will sell any bread between six and seven to everybody because it's sold out every day. So that's that's a cool solution, and more likely it is the the easy. Uh, the easiness, uh, so it was so so easy and simple. It's not a, a huge technology needed. It's just brain uh, ideas. Seeing okay, this is uh, the, the printer's online. We can uh, connect to the printer directly, uh, and do those things. And this is um, an easy way to connect the digital world with the online world. Not building a big web shop and check in and check out and registration process, which is a pain for uh, mostly every customer at the end of the day. So, what are your thoughts about that? So you hear that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's great that, uh, you know, we're finding new use cases for these kinds of simple technologies like printers, right? Um, yeah, I think everybody's familiar with the idea of using, you know, these printers for, you know, receipts. Uh, but to use them as part of the production process, to use them in real, you know, sort of real time, um, you know, essentially in the supply chain in that way, where it's kind of just in time production, um, I think makes a ton of sense now. And it means also you don't have to have like, you know, these kind of online web shops, e-commerce type of environments where you go there and you choose the bread and you click this and they place your order. You know, you just, it's just coming in, it's printed out, it's there. Uh, um, you know, they make the bread, you know, as the order comes in, um, you know, kind of in the way restaurants are operating nowadays, too. Uh, it's quite efficient uh, in terms of, you know, from order to fulfillment uh, and then delivery in some cases. So, yeah, I like it. Absolutely. Okay. And it's also, I have, a, I have a third story, yeah. <laughs> which is also very cool and a new partner of our network. Um, they're teamed up with Pfizer, this small... Uh, Company we know everybody everybody's got known. Shot. You got the shot from <laughs> Pfizer. Biontech is a German company, so Biontech teamed yeah. up with Pfizer. Anyhow, so but Pfizer has uh, during the COVID crisis other um, yeah problems with their employees and their workforces because they have all different offices uh, all over the world and. Um, um, they are not meeting anymore because physically it wasn't allowed. They have teams in Freiburg, which is in the south of Germany. They have a team in, in Berlin, but they're working very close together, but they don't even know each other. So um, they teamed up with a, with a partner of ours, Bild Hauerei, and um, Brauerei, sorry. And uh, those, uh, this company enabled the uh, Pfizer team to... Uh, get a virtual experience on the other office or in the other office. So what they build is um, they build a space, a physical space in the office in Berlin to promote the team in Freiburg. So and how did they do that? They hang some uh, pictures. So actually there were screens were looking like pictures like drawings yeah. or something like that on a wall and they were interactive so you can touch on that and you see the actual team uh, who is now working on the project in Freiburg with the names and what are they doing and with videos and they produced high quality videos uh, from the employees and say All right hi my name is Michael I'm working here in Freiburg since five years my hobbies are whatever and I'm in the team because of I'm a super expert of whatever so and so they get a relation, a personal relationship. So this is kind of talking you do regularly during lunch, yes. or business lunch, or meet people on uh, at the copy machine or whatever when you're in 
the office. Just click on that. Oh, my name is this. Um, this is my hobby, and I'm I'm working on that. So, and very very successful to connect teams uh, in a digital world, um, but physically because you can stand on the screen, just tap. Oh, this is a new team, and you can adjust it as you want. Um, different project, different teams, and so um, so give them feel a bit more homey. Yeah. So and therefore you need yeah, good quality video content and our partners are delivering it and the location component is that uh, the office is obviously not in Berlin it's in Freiburg yeah so that's what it is the new world the new world yeah and I don't have a lot to add to that but I, I think I think it's really important um, you know in this day and age where we're all working remotely either remotely you know from one office to another or working from home or, or whatever the, the situation is, you know, we're all craving that human contact that, you know, sort of need to connect with other people, meet other people, have, you know, conversations about things that aren't about work, you know, and so on. So, I, you know, I, I certainly applaud, you know, their efforts to try to create that connection between their offices and so on. So I think it's great. Okay, final story then. Um, so uh, we're gonna shift over to kind of, uh, as, the, as we are nearing the end of the Olympics now, um, yeah, Coca-Cola obviously, which is a, uh, always a big uh, sponsor behind the Olympics, uh, one of the key, uh, key brands involved in that, uh, in Shanghai has set up a um, customer and athletes lounge, physical lounge environment, a uh, large space that you can go in and, and you can buy various Coca-Cola products and so on. But what's interesting about it is uh, they've teamed up uh, with a company uh, out of the US uh, called Sandstar, uh, which is an AI data analytics company, um, and they're based in North Carolina. And um, what they're doing is, is using various AI and camera, video analytics, things like that, they're able to analyze uh, the movements of people inside of the lounge. Um, so no beacons or anything like this. Uh, it's using AI to interpret the data and, and some, again, uh, uh, image recognition, facial uh, detection type of technologies as well. And so using that, they're analyzing the, the video and so on, and they can determine how many people are in the lounge at any given time, you know, um, what the numbers have looked like, you know, for each day of the week, you know, s since the lounge has been open, uh, the total numbers, things like that, the uh, ratio of male versus female people, you know, that are visiting the lounge. And what's really interesting too, also tying that to the purchasing data. So they, they understand, you know, uh, here's how many, you know, Diet Cokes or Coke Zeros or, you know, whatever products have been sold in the lounge. Um, and this is all displayed on a giant, uh, you know, um, visual uh, screen display, dashboard-like with all the data and analytics so people can see what's going on. There's heat maps of the sort of where people are hanging out in the lounge. So you can see sort of that the clustering and so on as well. So I think it's quite interesting, uh, again, applying the technology uh, that we're familiar with um, to do, you know, tracking and location uh, analysis um, and demographic profiling tied to purchase data. Nothing new there, but I think it's cool that they're you know, sort of giving it a front stage with, you know, the Olympics and, and a brand like Coke. So what are your thoughts? Absolutely amazing, but especially that you don't need these kind of small sensors anymore. So yeah. you're using just what is there and build out of it a, a good experience for, for your marketing and decision-making process. So, the, so that's great. and gives you more an idea what are they doing there. It's, it's like the 
It's like the first case from Aldi. So it's yeah. it's based on your experience. Regularly, somebody of the of the company will sit in that facility and just watching. Yes. <laughs> to find true. in the old days that yeah. what they did. Yeah. So yeah. somebody oh drinking coffee, yeah, but he was just a yeah, level above kind of watching. Screening it and screening. To, oh, and counting it, how many bottles of what almost uh, at what time or at what time uh, sold. Anyhow, so uh, it's a great thing. I love it, and uh, yes, it's uh, quick developments in this this thing. Great, excellent, perfect. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, uh, for. What about, what, about our, what about our events? Our events. Our yes. Events. Oh, yes. So yes. Some news. Some news. So we, we have some events coming uh, this year as part of the announcement uh, this week about kind of the future of the LBMA. Obviously, uh, with COVID restrictions starting to you know ease off, uh, we're getting back to you know our, our physical events, you know, our hybrid events, um, you know, making things happen again. So there are a lot of things planned for this year. Uh, you know, here in in Europe. Um, and uh, also back in North America, we're going to bring Retail Loco back this fall in Atlanta in October. Uh, our operations in Japan are also doing events uh, in June and October, um, you know, sort of bringing things, you know, back to, to where they were. And then we have, uh, you know, Karsten can kind of maybe tell us a little bit more, but, you know, with the best retail cases platform that, uh, you know, has been operating within the LBMA here in Germany for a little while now, quite successful. You know, the big announcement this week is, is that we're kind of bringing that international now, bringing it into North America, you know, giving a, uh, an opportunity for our, our companies, our members, uh, our vendors, and so on to submit case studies into the platform and then get them promoted, um, you know, uh, internationally. Um, and part of that is something called the Best Retail Cases uh, Awards where we uh, have juries and we have award shows and things like that as well. They're tied to our events. That's a, that's a wrap for episode number 557 of uh, Location Weekly. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next week.